Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. If Karga said you were coming, we have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. And and shut up, Mike. (laughs) Alright, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. My name is Luke, or Lou the Lunatic Online, and we got a couple regulars with us today. We got Dave with us. Yep, I'm here again. And we got Justice. Hello. All right, we got, a, I think, a pretty cool episode laid out here for you guys. First little subject, we didn't really talk at all or have an episode after the AMG live stream that happened. So there was a few little tidbits added after our road discussion to anybody who I'm sure everybody kind knows. Of tidbits? I mean, yeah. they said there, and I've gotten into this with people, they're testing some of the other stuff they said. The only thing that's definite is road. I, I personally think that they should get that to themselves. I definitely think if you're not positive about what you're doing and something is not official, you should keep it quiet. Except, I guess they wanted transparency. But the yeah. problem was, you, they dropped, just like we talked last time, that like agent of change, that like cha- aspect of change. Again, they dropped the ball. They didn't know what they were doing. Like... <laughs> publicity wise they know what they're they have that idea their vision for the game but it's getting out to the public that i think they have no concept out of well the way that they're introducing all these rules they're really into chaos and the way that they just drop things on twitter on a friday night and then leave for a weekend i think that they're into chaos and they and then they don't talk about it for an entire other week when you're pretty much making a new game like at this point, I just have to say, like, road is fine. Like, I just don't don't touch it anymore. All right. I guess that's what we're talking about. Because but... they they said this is this is what they're doing, and then they talked about shooting at range zero and all this other crap, like getting actions after you bump, taking away an entire agency from the game. That I I mean. You know how I was like, Road is good. I like Road. I'm not a fan of that. Not crazy about that. But at that point, just make 3.0 because you're you're pretty much you're gonna saying you're going to boost all these. Every ship. You're boosting all these ships that can already shoot at range zero. So you're pretty much eradicating a bunch of the game. Yeah. And And does range zero... Is that different than range one? Should I get extra dice? Like, what the fuck? Uh, they were saying range zero, you would not get the extra the bonus. Right. So range zero does not count as range one. No. So, so also Concordia fades um, off. Anything that is range one active. Yeah, let's say Oiken bumps into Fen. Fen doesn't get Concordia or um, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or the extra dice because it's not range one. So that's uh, So that's fun. 
that's pretty much all I have to say is I just hope that they don't go through with these the last changes that they were making no. um, uh, or that they were playing around with. Like, just do road, just do one thing at a time. Don't completely rewrite the game right now. Because I just, I just want to get back into playing in person more often and playing the game that I love. I don't need it completely turned upside down. Agree. And just at a time when, like, my community, community, sorry, is rebuilding, and now you're introducing all these changes. It's like, yeah. ah, COVID just happened, guys. Let's get people back into the stores and then drop all this. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> um, I was watching a Crabox video on all of this, and he was just dubbing at 3.0, and I, I kind of thought it was funny. One of the things that he brought up, it's, um, he said it's as if AMG was taught the game of X-Wing, got their asses handed to them, and then came up with all these rules. So it's all it's less fun. <laughs> oh, man. That's his theory. That's not, I know, but it, and it kind of, jeez. It, it feels like it almost. I, 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 that's why I'm laughing. But I got confirmation, though. I was watching that stream that day, and for anyone listening that's going to NOLA Open, Nola open. We're still doing bids. We're still doing the old rules. Because well, it's it's those are the official rules, right? Don't you yep. kind of have to for a tournament? That's what we've got one coming up in December for the, just a little store tournament. But the you know the owners and and uh, the guy that kind of runs the game room, they're a little more comfortable, you know, following the official rules. They, they don't play a ton. They're kind of leaving, you know, running it and judging it up to our our group, but. At the same time, they are in charge. They're the ones with the prizes. And, like, you know, Go ahead. Uh, Dion, all his the stuff he did for his events, and then uh, what D did, I just, I didn't feel comfortable. And when I asked, I'm like, okay, let's say we're running an event. What do we follow? And he's like, you follow the stuff in the book. I'm like, got it. Yeah, that, that only makes sense, right? Not like, uh, like so, you know, particularly this uh, store tournament we're going to have in December. I think a few of the guys that came out last time will will be coming back. They're not super experienced players. They're probably not playing every week. We can't just you know you know assume that they even know these rules yet. You don't just because you play the game, you don't have to be as involved as we are and follow them on Twitter and watch YouTube videos and stream games. Thankfully, we're pretty laid back at the game chamber. Yes, yes. But yeah, you can't expect everybody that comes in the store to have read every single errata. Right, especially if it's like we're pretty casual there. Right, again, when <clears throat> nothing is really official, yeah, I, I I think it should be well for us, anyways. It's going to be very casual, but also, yeah, following the official rules, whatever those are at the time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like they're changing anytime soon. First of the year, like first quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. Even oh. even if we think back to ffg though the the dates they say are not necessarily the dates that happen yeah have you guys played a bit with road though i have yeah i I i've had a few uh tuesdays as well i i mean personally i've loved it loved it like what how do you yeah it brought a whole new like concept in the game new planning new thinking new and we are purposefully like trying to match initiatives so that we can see how it works. Okay. And so go ahead. So we played two games like time after one after the other guy brought dash Jake 
and Hera uh, and Ahsoka A wing. Yes. Yeah. And I had. So that's oh, all fives, we, right? Yeah. Oh, Jake is a four. I brought Tell, Old Tarok, and oh, Dallin. Dallin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the one who in the Star Viper, the one who can spin. After you move, after you move, after you execute a maneuver, you can take a stress to rotate yourself ninety degrees. Oh, okay, okay. But I took him because I wanted to use him with prime thrusters and tr- test that out. So we were overlapping fours and fives. First game, it went in my favor the road, like all the rolls we were doing, mm-hmm. and I ended up winning. Second game, I judged. I'm like, if I get this, it's awesome. If I don't, eh. and I didn't get it, and it made it like, oh, this move, not the best I could have done, but I ended up yeah. losing old T to a range three shot. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, Hexiled Gaming has been embracing the road rules, and I, I've been enjoying watching it. I personally have not had time to play it, but uh, I look forward to trying it. I've I've tried it two Tuesdays, I guess maybe six games, and for the lists that I've flown against people I've played, it really hasn't mattered for anything other than rock placement. Like I had, I, I think I had that list with uh, Hera, Corin, and Garvin. And then I flew against someone that had all I3s. So it, it never, you know, we, you still roll every turn, but it doesn't affect any of the play. Uh, the only time it has come in was, I think, overlapping I5s in, in a game or two. And I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't have any real complaint about it other than I don't entirely see that it's necessary, but. I also, like, in my head... Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, personally, I would have just started with deficit scoring and then see how that people react to that and then go from there. Mm -hmm. Like, one thing at a time. (laughs) Yeah, deficit scoring is a big enough change as it is. I see what they were doing with Roden. Like I said, I'm enjoying it, but it doesn't matter that much if you don't have overlapping initiatives at all. No. Bid didn't matter if you didn't have overlapping initiatives at all either. Right. Here's my the big thing that I'm thinking. Even if they were going to change it, the way the community approached it is the worst possible way. So you like mean exploding well, the way that out? they <laughs> dropped it was the worst possible way. No, 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 no. That agreeable on there. But then if you have the entire community now saying, well, like pitching a fit and then they're like okay we've listened to all the fits and the tantrums and now we're going to change it that shows throw a tantrum and you get them to change yeah but no uh, yeah yeah you're right there's also a lot of um people that spoke or um typed calm responses that were negative as well that that is 100 what should have happened but there's so many hot-headed players in any game it doesn't matter what game you play. There's going to be hot-headed players that need to... It's the internet. If my kid is throwing a tantrum over wanting something, uh, and if I give in, that kind of reinforces that negative, throw a tantrum, get what you want. Yeah, no, I, I don't want that. Like, the, No, I've seen that happen, a few, unfortunately, a couple times in my union. I don't want that at all. They've And, and obviously, if, if you know, for a game of this size, they... 
were thinking about this hopefully for a long time before and planning it. So I get that it, you know, it, they made that change that changes here. That's fine. I will get used to it. It's not gonna, you know, dissuade me from playing. Yeah. I mean, but I don't like, so road is staying. Other than that, I'm hoping they are looking at things very cautiously changing anything else i mean uh my buddy mike who's was uh just followed by the way uh the channel thank you very much um we we did play games uh x-wing like uh it's been a couple years now but uh as a new player he he did voice the concern that at the beginning of the game one person that goes or that goes second every round with no way of changing that is dumb and that's coming as a new player coming to the game. So I think AMG is in the right mindset as a, for new players. That is the right thing to do. Um, but uh, I just think that there could, have been a, there could have been a different way. I mean, if you're going to play baseball, you don't get to switch up who's... Like, your you know, home team pitches at the top of the... Or bottom of the inning. That doesn't change. Yeah, but it's you can change who's batting when designated hitter. And and I I know I don't know I shouldn't be playing devil's advocate on that I don't I don't disagree I kind of like when this was all proposed I kind of thought and this is what I would have hoped you roll once at the beginning of the game for first player and then it switches every turn yeah alternating playing order yeah and then, alternate yeah and, and, then, and that's the, what they did with Marvel yeah. and that's why this random thing is not what I expected. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that people kept saying when it's when you're first player, then you're just going to play conservatively. Well, okay, but it's still a timed game and possibly a only 12-round game. You can only play so conservatively. And people are playing conservatively now, or were before, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, before, you knew if you were first or you were going second. You, I guess right. alternate playing order, you know if you're going first or you're going second. And then... I, I think that knowing is better than dying, dial, putting in your dial and whatever happens, happens. So I'd be willing to try both. But obviously they just uh, they wanted to try their own cute thing and we'll see how it pays off. I don't I don't know how much more I can beat this dead horse. but Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I, I, I feel silly arguing or even complaining about it, honestly, because it is not that big a deal. But I'll just end there. Sorry, it's not that big a deal, period. It's a game we enjoy. That's the main thing. Yes. And we all want to enjoy. And still enjoy. And a rule change is a thing. Like, it affects the game that we enjoy playing. Mm -hmm. So I understand the passion that people have been showing. I understand all this. It's just sometimes... And I have to admit, it kind of drove... Not the rule change, but the community reaction and the community. Like, I tried to have a nice com- a conversation once and ended up getting insulted. And I'm like, no. So it's yeah, kind of push, push me away from interacting with the community. And that's that's not good at all. And then we have um, one of our locals, Bohan. It, he's left the game. Yes, I read Bohan's. Was he the one that wrote the thing? Yeah, uh, his yeah. Um, his blog uh, 
Space Owls. Yes. Um, an X-Wing vlog. And yeah, that was, uh, it was sad to see him go. We've had some, we've have a, had some good times at the game chamber and at, uh, and Kitchener at Finch's. Oh yeah. He was a really, really good guy just to know, let alone play against and very open. You know, he had even started, a, a an X-Wing mentorship program here in London to help any players who wanted, you know, he was, he was Canadian national champion. So yep. I'm not, you know, he, he knew what he was doing uh, and very open about helping other players get better, um, sharing any of his, uh, not secrets, they're not secrets because he was very open about sharing everything, tips, is tricks. He, do you think there's no chance? Do you think he's gone, gone? Uh, I think that he's moved on from the game. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's sad to see stuff like this, like change people's perspectives that much to leave a game like I understand it, especially when it, you're in it strictly for the competitive side of things. But he was also here to teach others how to play, and and if something like this can just um, take away your interest from something that you love so much, it, it's uh, it's hard. All right, let's uh, let's move the t- uh, to a more positive subject. Um, My favorite subject in X-wing 1.0. You can leave. <laughs> no, I'm saying the less... I'll just mention this quickly. Uh, it was a few weeks ago now, but Alderaan came and happened. Uh, the last... Uh, the, the culmination of all the GSP Galaxies events. It was a great day. I forgot how hard it is to even sit down at a computer for 12 hours. It was ridiculous. 12 hours? Yeah, night. it was... Um, yeah, nine. I couldn't do that. Nine to nine, or ten to ten, or something like that. It was, uh, or yeah, twelve hours. It was. I, I find it hard to sit still for the hour and a half that we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I'm. I was flying my five HMPs, and I went four and two. My wow. only two. My only two losses were. Thank you. Like I. My MOV wasn't great, but I managed to get into the top 64, so we'll get that pin, uh, the awesome. Death Star pin. But yeah, my only two losses were against Hera lists. One with Hera and Ahsoka, and one with uh, Hera and Kyle with Jan. So, Nonsense. It was... Should I just always assume we're talking about, not talking about Hera in the VCX? No, no Hera right. and A-Wing. Hera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there it's just so hard for two dice attacks to do anything to Heritani lists. Your two dice attack, you mean? Yeah. Any two dice right, right. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. Even as accurate as they are. So that was a little frustrating, especially my last game. I only lost because of a bomb that tractored me with your darn favorite Sabine crew. Oh uh, tracted me into older arcs and brought me down to one hall, so we halved one of my ships and I lost zero to twenty one. That was I felt that, especially in the last game, it was kind of, it was a little depressing of a game, just like slapping each other with wet noodles. But other than uh, that, I, he was he was a great opponent and everything, but it was it was a little depressing not getting that five and one. But other than that, I had a great day. There were some really interesting lists out there. The best part of the day were a couple games. I was in a Canadian X-wing chat for Alderaan. And I faced two of the two of my opponents were in that chat. So Brendan, I faced Brendan for round one, who I just faced for round four at our Ewok tournament. 
or did he have the at, did... the exact same list for the, the versus the exact same list? Right on. He he kicked my butt on that uh, on our Saturday tournament the mm-hmm. week before, and I kicked his butt on the first game of awesome. uh, Alderaan. And then I got to play against Alexander Oler. Um, him and Andrew Oler are out of Alberta, I believe, uh, Calgary area. So it was cool to play against him. And uh, yeah, I don't have much more to say about the day. Uh, did uh, either of you watch any of the games? Sorry, no. That's okay. I mean, uh, did you watch any Justice? No, unfortunately. Um, that was this past weekend, right? Uh, no, that was uh, it's been a few weeks now. Yeah, I just w- ha- we just haven't had a chance to chat about it because uh, we the- took a a little bit of a hiatus. The thirteenth uh, and fourteenth, or even before that, November sixth. Oh, that long ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing, I'm digging up some some content. Oh uh, no! Anyway. So yeah, I was. My weekends have been swamped, and so. Yeah, I definitely would not have been watching X Wing. I probably would have been busy working on something else if I didn't have this planned months ahead. Uh, on it, like I, that weekend was, I had three D and D games on Saturday. Oh my goodness, that was, must have been a short ses- uh, set um, sessions then. Well, I started my own, and so yeah, I had one session. Like they're only about an hour and a half each, and then the final session was my own game that I play in okay. at night. Yeah, that's awesome. Anyway, that's that's all I got to say about Alderaan. Um, did you guys want to do a Wikipedia deep dive this week? Or well, do you guys uh, want to go into... Can we do that in conjunction with our topic? Like, Sure. We choose one of our lesser-known pilots. Yeah, I got and some pilots would... and upgrades here to look through. Yeah. So we Wikipedia like our lesser-known pilots, like who are even, not even lesser flown, but lesser known and flown. Because sometimes they cross. Okay. Our subject for today, um, we are looking at what we consider to be underrated or underused. Um, maybe it was well used before, but it's not seeing much play now. Upgrade cards um, and pilots and the game of X-Wing that maybe you should consider taking in the list that you're flying now. Hmm, so I, may have I, got a, I got a list thing. of a few. <laughs> what did you think it was? Well, I definitely, I definitely, yeah, underused for sure. Uh, I don't know that these are all ones I'd, pilots I'd want to use though. <laughs> well, They're underused maybe for a reason. How about great... when we get to you, you'll mention one and we'll figure out a reason yes, to play it. Yes, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, some of them are. No, uh, two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's just. Uh, I I wouldn't say that they're all great pilots. Anyways, we'll get to that. But that's see, that's my favorite thing. Like that's why I started playing X Wing and why I got good at the first place was someone saying no one flies that ship. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna beat you every time with the ship, and I made it my point too. I got a list of stuff that I think is fantastic that I have not seen very much. Well, I'd be, I'm curious to hear all that because when I was I was kind of flipping through the upgrades and thinking, especially since for the last month we've been playing, you know, uh, with the points, uh, the uh, everybody's everybody's building their list to 200. I've seen cards like 
man, I used composure because I had a point. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you actually I've, use composure? No, no, but I had a point. Like, why? I just thought, oh, I've never used this, so I'm going to put it on. And and I'm seeing a bit of that sometimes. Like, yeah, come on, uh, you know, you know, a card Mark, with Mark delayed Mark fuses closure. who doesn't even have bombs. You know, like I don't know. Mark Sable closure is clearly the best one point upgrade. Absolutely. <laughs> You I mean, it, it does have its uses. I made a list earlier today with it. I I, I know of it. But I can't think of what it is. Uh, after you uh, overlap an obstacle, you have to go. You well, have to go through it. I believe. Through. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, or uh, or an opposing pilot, right? Yeah. You pick a nope. an enemy in your front arc in range two, um, and that enemy gains a strain token. So mm. it's not just an opposing pilot, it has to be a huge ship. So it's moved through oh. an obstacle structure or a huge oh, ship. Oh, huge ship. Okay. So, yeah, I'm never going to use that. And we don't have structures still in the game, so. Or yet. Back. Did we have a structure? With objective, objectives oh. coming to competitive play, um, I'm thinking that we'll get structures pretty soon. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'll uh, I'll start us off here. Sure. Um, my uh, I have a few here. I wrote down like seven or eight, but we'll probably only go through a few. Uh, my first one that I saw that I think needs to see more play is M nine G eight. It's some, a, right. Uh, it's a resistance astromech. Resistance. That used to see so much play in one point yeah, so uh, how it works is while a ship you are locking performs an attack, you may choose one attack die if you do the attacker rerolls that die. So one of my favorite pilots is Lieutenant Bastion. And this pairs up really well with him because his ability is just to gain target locks. When a ship gains a damage card, he can move the lock to that guy. But if you just have... You could have any X-Wing in the, the resistance and put or uh or a um is the x-wing the only one that can take an astromech uh no the y wing and the oh that's right uh and the fireball yeah. so any of them could take it and then lock a friendly ship at the beginning of the game and then that ship just gets three rerosal game until that uh m9g character is dead And then uh, there's also the uses of taking on Bastion, locking an enemy, and then being able to re-roll the enemy's attack dice as well. Which I have not really seen. But it's a great card, and it just recently came down in price, so I think people should play it, especially on Bastion. Uh, Justice, do you want to go next? Sure. And also, resistance transports can take Astromex. Yeah, that's what I was double checking as well. Yeah. Transport. Um, that's the little couch. No, that. Well, yeah, the couch. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I don't see anyone else fly it. So, and it's my favorite ship in the game. Now, people could say it's not underplayed. I don't see people really flying it, mm -hmm. and that's late in Ashara. Oh, that's a Re Rebel Z ninety five, right? No, Laden is an M three A interceptor. Oh, initiative okay. three. Um, 
After you defend or perform an attack, if the attack misses, gain one of a token. Yeah, everybody's kind of turned away from the M3As recently after the generics got a boost in price. Layden was ne has never been like that. Yeah, but 30, 30 points for that ability is really nice. And my favorite, I mean, my favorite config with it, I'm not, like, build out, throw snapshot on there. Yeah, because the snapshots is probably going to miss, and then you get your free evade. Exactly. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And then, depending on what else you're flying, I like tractor beam on Layden. Yeah, it depends on, yeah, if you have threes or lower, for sure. Yeah, because they're going to want to spend to avoid that tractor beam shot, and guess what? Another evade on Layden. Yeah, there's plenty of great I3s in Scum to pair that with. Yeah, oh yeah. I have a lot of... I If I have the points, I'm like, oh, Layden can fit in there. That's a Layden spot. It, it, so you like Tractor Beam on her? I like Tractor Beam, period. But no. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was actually building an Empire list with Rampage with Tractor Beam earlier. And I think that Tractor Beam is also not seeing a lot of play, but yeah. But yeah. Cool. I mean, Layden won me my first tournament late in 1.0. Layden won me my first store championship. Layden saw me through some regionals. It's my favorite ship in the game, and it's so underplayed. I'm sure that there's somebody out there that gets triggered when they see Layden. My <laughs> entire store. <laughs> <laughs> I should not have said anything. <laughs> it, it, it's like, yeah. It's a ship that never dies. It's all, it's like the uh, the ZZ flow of scum. <laughs> not Always as good though. Yeah, not as good like, obviously, but I like that in 1.0 it was just if someone shot you and missed, you get an evade. But now it's even if you shoot and you miss, you get an evade. Yeah, that's even better. So that's why I like snapshot. Snapshot's either going to hit and deal damage, which is a win. Or Snapshot's going to miss, and I get a free debate. Yeah, how is Snapshot priced? It goes 7, seven eight, seven, 7 is the lowest. And that's yeah. how much it costs. Is it initiative-based? Uh, size-based. Oh, size-based. Okay. What surprises Dave. do you have for us, Dave? Okay, I'll start with one that I actually played it last week, and that's why I thought of it. This is the first one I thought of when you messaged about this. So, certainly around here... Uh, definitely since 2.0, this scum pilot, I haven't seen him in a long time, but I actually got a lot of use out of him. Uh, Nadru Shulak, the Z95 pilot, oh. uh, initiative four. Yeah. So while he, while you perform a primary attack, if there are no other friendly ships at range zero to two, roll an additional attack die. And I, I, I had, uh, two IG-88s with that attack shuttle that blows up after three three rounds yep <laughs> so i i flew nadrew far enough behind the attack shuttle that he wouldn't get hurt and he just popped in you know everybody avoided that side of the board and he popped in at range three from the other two ships and uh he was he was quite annoying i was really uh, impressed with him and he's 28 points naked shout out to scott from hexiled who said that nadrew is trashed oh well, he might be, but I had a good time with him. <laughs> Take that, Scott. I mean... Somebody had a good time with Nadrew, and I'm happy about it. The, oh, man. Like, it's good. 
Yeah, and you have the talent slot, so you can double up with Lone Wolf if you want, but it's a nice little 28-point filler. Yeah, I don't think I had... I'm almost positive I had nothing on it. And you do need to be careful, though, because he did kind of end up... He ended up in the fight, uh, you know, towards the end of the game because nobody was really shooting at him. But he was close enough to an IG for a while. I got stuck. Uh, I couldn't get him far enough away to take advantage of his ability again. So, you know, you it, stuck, you're still you're at ninety five. You're there to yeah. You're four. Yeah. You're four health shield. Right. Exactly. Your other ships. Nobody wants to, especially when every you know, there's two robots out there. Nobody's paying attention to that little guy. Yeah, and he's he's kind of the opposite of the Rebels' Lieutenant Blount. Yes. Because Lieutenant Blount wants your friends close by and in the enemy's face, and he just wants to stay away. And they're both Initiative 4, and they both get an extra die. So I can see the design space here, and he's uh, two points cheaper. One or two points cheaper than Blount, I think. And everybody says Blount is great. So I've, yeah, I've seen Blount out there. Oh, a few he's times. one. He's one point cheaper. But I, I can see like the the zero to two. That's a big range ban. You can do it for sure. You just got to make sure that you're flanking and not yes. jousting, right? Not right. jousting a whole swarm or anything like that. But yeah, that's fun. Have any uh, war stories with Nadru? Did he take anybody out that was important or anything like that? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no worries. Um, uh, this is one of my favorite pilots. Um, well, let's. What? Who is Nadru anyway? Like he's been around for ever in the game. Well, Here. do we want to deep dive him? Sure. Yeah. Let's. I've let's never. I don't know who he is either. Actually, we got a short blurb here, guys. Yes, yeah, good looking ship. That's for sure. Yeah, everything is from X Wing. He was made for X Wing. Yep. Oh. Uh, we can take turns here. I'll read the, the <laughs> sure. first uh, quote here. The quote is, you're the best hunt saboteur I've come across, at least recently. And if you're the best there is right now, then I don't have to worry about you interfering with my business. And that's Boba Fett talking to Nadru. Uh, Justice, do you want to get the next uh, paragraph there? Sure. Nadru Salak was a hunt saboteur during the Bounty Hunter Wars and former rebel. Despite being an accomplished pilot, having learned from both Wes Jansen and Jack Porkins, oh, poor Wes, um, Solak was removed from the Tierfon Rebel outpost for excessive insubordination, found work elsewhere ferrying bounty. Yeah, I'll you get can, the rest. You can tackle the rest there, Dave, since sure. you're the one that was brave enough to put them on the table. Yep. Yeah. Uh, twice he intervened in Boba Fett's business, and he once teamed up with the fearsome bounty hunter. Fortunately for him, Sulak was able to escape the partnership with his life after he pulled a blaster pistol on Fett, Dengar, and Nila. Sulak piloted a modified Z-95 headhunter that had the space bubble out to be able... Wait, sorry. Sulak piloted a modified Z-95 headhunter that had the space bubbled out to be able to fit more passengers in it. Right. This was done because of his job, a hunt saboteur would be paid by people with bounties on their heads to take them to remote areas so that the bounty hunters looking for them wouldn't find them. Oh, read between the lines. He's an Uber driver. Yep. An Uber driver for people with bounties. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that in the picture now. The, the yeah, back the little of hump the 95 yeah. has a little thing in the back. 
not for um, bounties frozen in carbonite, but for living people, because he wants to help people get out of the for money, of course. Yeah, he wants to he wants to help himself get money. His That's first a good one. appearance was in a flashback in Slave Ship, and that is a Star Wars oh. bounty hunter wars novel. Hmm. 1998. Wow. Wait, that wasn't a RPG. No, uh, no, it looks like a, just a fiction. Oh, it's novel. got Zizor and Bosk and Boba on there. Yeah. And well, that's probably where that quote from Boba Fett would come from. Otherwise, I don't see where oh, they would. And we got R five D eight on there. Skippy. He was also in book three, Hard Merchandise. That one doesn't look as fun. I'm gonna have to check my Audible later and see if I have any. If that's available. But they have such... Maybe he'll be uh, in the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Najiru, what are you doing here? You're interfering with my plans again. All right. Uh, my next uh, card here is a pilot that I love named Victor Hell. Victor Hell. Who's that? Victor Hell. He is a Kyrax pilot. Um, so I fly him with my Scum Stress build. And you just all you have to do is slap a stealth device on there. And uh, while you defend, if you're... Or, sorry, I'm reading Stealth Device, Victor Hell. After you defend, if you do not roll exactly two defense dice, the attacker gains one stress. So you're rolling in at range three, uh, you're rolling four. If you're rolling in at range two, you're rolling three. Um, or range one, you're rolling three. So you're always gaming off that stress until you take that damage and lose that Stealth Device. Unless, of course, you come face-to-face with Wedge, who doesn't care. And then just makes you roll two dice anyway. But and even if even if you were flying against Wedge, Wedge is always going to get stressed. Uh, if I still have Stealth Device on, then it goes... Um, it no, goes even three, if, three if, if Stealth Device got knocked off, you'd only have one die. Yeah, so then I'd still be stressing him after that, yes. Right. But he might not last very long against Wedge. <laughs> but he's a lot of fun because he's one of those ships that people decide to not actually shoot. Especially when you have other ships that benefit from their enemy being stressed. Plus, Hell. That's a cool name. Badass. Yeah. Victor Heck. <laughs> or family friendly, of course. <laughs> oh, I better um, do some editing at the beginning of the show, though. No, all this market is explicit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That's there fine. you go. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he's he's just cool. You can run him up in there, and people actually have to choose: Do I want to gain a stress right now? Because they might have already stressed themselves with all of the linked actions that are in the game. They might say, "I don't want to be double stressed. That's crappy." So he's just a really cool I, and he's I four as well. So he's a good initiative, and he also um, Max Brooks when he was doing an interview with. Uh, it was either Fly Better or it was with um, GSP. But there was a question, what's the most underrated pilot? And he did say Victor Hell. Hmm. Yep. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, what's uh, what's your next one there, uh, Justice? Mine's another pilot, uh, Scum. I mean, I guess we were thinking along the same lines. I mean, there's a way. lot There's a lot of Scum pilots. So Yeah. Uh, it's a YV-666 pilot. I have a theme with my flying, if you can't tell by this one also. Lats-Razzy. Oh, I was I was almost expecting to hear Morallo. Yeah, I was too, actually. Oh, no. 
No. Honestly, I've only I've only ever seen the Trandoshan Slaver or Bosk played, so either one would have been rare around here. Um, Lats Razzy, I, I just the ability at the start of engagement phase, you may choose one ship at range one and spend a lock you have on that ship. If you do, that ship gains one tractor token. It reminds me of uh, Seven Sister um, Empire Crew. I like Seven Sister Empire Crew. Is there a way that Lats can take more than one target lock? Not for Scum, eh? No. That's too bad. Um, yeah, they, Scum's not allowed to take the uh, the good Astromex. <laughs> yeah. Probably I mean, with our, reason. Our 5P8 is amazing. Yeah, unfortunately, our, our good YV666 here does not have that kind of option. No. It, it's it's but, kind of like you're going to lock, and you're not going to use that lock until you're going to range one, but... I mean, if you have yep. some kind of coordinator, yeah, just like a cheap coordinator, able to get that lock and focus, and then have some kind of mod on your attack. And you know, I would say put Zam, but Zam's eleven points now. But uh, yeah. I like Lats and throwing intimidation on them too, because you're just gonna barrel this giant ship in the middle of them. Yeah. And yeah, if you bump. They're at range zero, and if they yeah, don't is, bump, you'll probably be at range. This another one of your uh, I3 pilots. Yeah. Generally, I, well, I don't know. I, get, I mean, I suppose if I, if it was lats, you might fly a little differently. But the couple times I've flown the uh, the YV, it's it's not hard getting people at range one. They they just come at you, and then want, you know you've only got that one green die. They yep. they they really want to get a, in front of you and shoot at you. And I guess like you're tractored now. Yeah, my main problem is that there are so many ways to tractor in Scum that I, I'm not sure if I'd take her. No, but it's a fun. It's fun. That's all it is. Yeah. Plus, that model is just—it's so I, I, ugly. It's I've beautiful, heard, you know. Yeah, and I've heard of it played competitively. What does her crew card do? She is a crew, isn't she? Yep. Um, yeah, Lats, um, actually, GZ, while you defend, if the attacker's stress, you may remove that stress, change one of your blank or I results to an evade. Lats used to be stapled upon, um, Asajj. Yeah, some people still take her. Oh, I'm so stupid. I'm trying to find her on Yasby. I'm like, no, she's not a crew, but I've got Lats Razi open. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so Asajj would stress somebody with her force ability, and then get free evades by spending that stress. Uh, Dave, what do you got next? Okay, this is another one that was uh, that came to mind. I, I I noticed it last week. I had uh, honestly never seen it played, so I am considering it underused around here, anyways. And it's a first order. TIE Fighter I-6 Midnight. And, oh, ooh. poor Omega. <laughs> While you defend or perform an attack, if you have a lock on the enemy ship, that ship's dice cannot be modified. So, you know, it's, uh, it's not the greatest ability for a TIE Fighter, but it's an I-6. I'm surprised that I don't see it played more just for that. Yeah, Enterprise came down recently. Oh, is that right? Yeah. The one time 
I was, uh, I have seen her around like uh, midnight. Um, and then you got Quick Draw and Hollow and um, something crazy like that. I, I've seen those triple sixes flying around before. Hmm. Usually you pair her with Kylo and. Uh, did I say hollow? I meant Von Reich. Um, oh, yeah, you did say hollow. Uh, Scott um, Deslin is uh, in the chat. He says, Dave almost shot my midnight at range, uh, one shot my midnight at range three with a cloud. Yeah, that's that's who, <laughs> <laughs> that's who, that's who I'm talking about. I had never <laughs> seen it before, and he was playing with it last week, or two weeks ago, last week. He can tell you. But, um, yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised to even see an I-6 FO. Or TIE Fighter, sorry, yeah. First Order TIE Fighter. TIE FO. And the one I've seen recently is Malarus as well, which I haven't really seen at all. Um, which is 1.0 Glitter Stim. But with, uh, you can do it twice. Um, but that's, uh, yeah, Midnight's cool. I, uh, I saw her flown by Will Hagwood, I think. Um, at the, it was a couple of years ago online. Um, it was a one, but it was a one v one match, like one ship versus one ship. It was for a special charity event, and uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty great ship if you're only versus one other ship. Especially like you just lock that ship. Guess what? They can't mod attack dice against you. <laughs> but that's just that's just a really niche case. I know, and um. I, I guess, yeah, I mean, you you probably can be flying it in a way that you're going to take target locks, but I don't see TIE Fighters taking a lot of target locks usually. Yeah, but the TIE no, because they're so it. easy to just pop. Mm-hmm. Unless they just keep nattying when you're in your top 32 game for the Kyber Cup and can't do any damage even though they don't have any tokens and they're laying sitting on a debris cloud that's never happened to me anyway uh my next guy here uh was a crew card but i'm gonna skip that for now because we've been doing or sorry was a scum crew card but i'm gonna skip that for now because we've been doing a lot of scum uh i'm gonna talk about energy shell charges what upgrade is that that is a missile upgrade for Missile. The Separatists. Oh, Separatist it's, only. It's really, it was really good. It was at four points, but Discord missiles were at six points at the time. Um, and it there was lots of Vulture energy um, shell charge swarms, uh, like five with energy shell charges and uh, mm-hmm. Infiltrator. Uh, my favorite was Watt Tambor, which I also wrote down here. Captain Seer was mine. Captain Seer with... Yeah. Uh, I like the Watt Tambor. He had Treacherous and uh, Solus One. And then uh, six Vultures with Energy Shells. You just can't fit that anymore. That's back when Vultures were 19 points and Energy Shells were 4. Yeah. So, now Vultures are 21 points and Energy Shells are 5. So... They... That one point that it priced them too much. Yeah. So now, if you want to take it, that vultures twenty six instead of twenty five. It's uh, or twenty four, like it's uh, 
It's a big deal. But yeah, energy cell charges are still good. I recommend if you're going to fly the quad HMPs. It doesn't matter who you have your locks spread around on. You can fire energy cell charges as long as you have a calculate. Yep. And it's as soon as you're done that, you can just side slip around and be at range one of your opponent the next turn anyway. So it doesn't matter if you have another charge from a concussion missile or a um, cluster missile. I prefer for the quad per version, I prefer the energy cell charges. Um, and then you can easily fit stuff like Kraken and stuff like that as well. And then you can easily just recharge them. Like, do yep, you even you can re do you need the target lock for this? No. Uh, no, no, you right, just need right. to calculate. Attack, uh, calculate, right. But when you're flying the HMPs, you got those re-rolls, and then you could possibly have Kraken as well. I just, uh, I think it's still a great card, even at five points. I agree. You just don't see it. But anymore. then you look at it; it's, it's the same price as an advanced proton torpedo. What's better? But much worse. Yeah. It's... But I, you can't really compare it because they can't take torpedoes. Uh, what do you got next, buddy? Okay, so my next one is an FO ship. I mainly looked at ships, but my FO was Ember. And the Thai BA Interceptor. Okay, that's... You gotta convince me that that's not bad. It... No. What do you mean? Oh. It's probably terrible. Like, it is, and I want it to be good. Why <laughs> I chose him, he's never played, and I want him to be played just for the sentimental value of Carner Jacks from 1.0. You have to take a shot every time you say Defender when you read his ability. Oh, God. <laughs> While you perform an attack, if there is a damaged ship friendly to the defender Take at shot. range 0 to 1 of the defender, Take a shot. the defender <laughs> Take cannot a shot. spend focus or calculate tokens. <laughs> That's a lot, man. <laughs> it is a lot. Now, what you can do, like, this is on my wish list of make an FO list to try this out. I have not had a chance to build lists. Not had a chance to fly FO. Like I want to make Ember work. I've always wanted to make Ember work because I have I still have nightmares from 1.0 flying against Carter Jacks. But that's just such a, been, a weird ability. It would have been great in the swarm meta. Now it probably is great. Oh, bomb meta the, with the bombers. Yeah, you got the you got the bombers now. So you can deal that one damage easily, and then fly in with Ember and shoot someone else. Oh, concussion missiles—that'd be chaotic. Just uh, just this with a bunch of um, FO bombers that are boosting and dropping uh, concussion bombs three turns in a row. Yeah, that that that's Kate. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna build this right now. I mean, that. you are friendly to yourself, right? Oh, yeah. So this is even you. So, I don't know. Ember would have been great. If they would have released the FO Bombers at the same time we were having our Swarm metas going on, Ember would have just seen play all the time. Yeah, you, you got Grudge. And, uh, wait, Grudge doesn't... You don't need Grudge with uh, 
concussion pumps. No. Anyway, you could totally build it and see if it works. You can easily fit Ember with four bombers. What? The bombers are like under 40 points? That's yep. crazy. Yeah. Well, wow. most bombers are. I, I, okay. I, I never fly that type of ship, but I uh, we have a the, the, the other Dave at, at uh, the game chamber has been flying the bombers a lot recently. They're super, well, they're a gorgeous model, but they're super fast and squirrely, hard to pin down. I didn't realize they were that cheap. Wow. No wonder he's got four of them all the time. Yeah, well, Empire Bombers are 27 points. Oh, these are way better um, than Empire Bombers, though. Yeah, and uh, Separatist Hyenas are 26 points. Well, yeah, they're three hull, no shield, right? Oh, they're five hull. Five hull. Hmm. I'd rather have one of these. Four. Oh, it's only uh, four hull, two shield. Still, they're, uh, man, it's a good ship. Uh, it, they're fun to fly against and tough. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're tanky. So, I mean, that's that's my view. That was mine, Ember. All right, Dave, you're up. Okay. Well, which one should I pick? I got three left here. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with the Rebel. I've got two Rebels in my hand. I'm going to pick another Z95. I don't see this ship played too often. Aryan Kraken, I-5. After you perform yeah. an attack, you may choose one friendly ship at range one. That ship may perform an action, treating it as red. Yeah, I mean, we just got Zori Bliss in the Resistance Y-Wing that has a similar ability. She gets uh, actions that are red. Okay. This lets, you, uh, this lets you give out actions that are any action on that on their bar, mm-hmm. any action that they can do. Yeah, so you can have someone double actioned. Yeah, they're going to take a stress for it, but you probably planned for it. Ideally, you planned for it. But I mean, it could be if you're. I know Aaron's an I five, but if you're flying with other I fives and I sixes, you could do it before they move, and they could be doing a blue maneuver anyway. True. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem is that you're spending thirty five points for a Z ninety five. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I said it could Re- be good. Yeah, and rebels, it's hard to rec. That's what we're trying to do here: is recommend these pilots, give it a try. I guess but that's true. So I don't know that when I they've, when I. They've, aggressively costed these a-wings that are so good i I was just yeah like when you when you put it that way honestly with everything else that has come out lately when i think about it there's a lot better stuff you could put in a rebel list it's not a bad ability and it can be useful but the rebels do have a lot a lot better sharing going around right now so okay swing and a miss on that one Uh, if he got a points drop and he was the same price as blount sure but he right now, uh, the way that they have priced everything, he is the same price as Sabine or Wedge in the A wing. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even yeah. look at the price. I just pulled yeah. cards out. Yeah, unfortunately, he's thirty-five points. But I think that, like, he doesn't have a a red. He doesn't get extra red dice. I don't think he should be priced higher than Blount. He could easily. Yeah, that's a good point. There's the a hell of a price difference between them. Six point difference. I don't think I five is that great when you're a Z ninety five, so he should probably. I would almost get a decrease. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, see what happens. At least down to thirty, because that's. Uh... I know it's I five, but still, 
So I believe that we've done three each. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to do one or two more each? Let's do one more. Yeah, one more is fine. All right. Yeah, that will be right at the kind of uh, the hour and a half mark, like you said earlier. I already I mentioned Wat Tambor, but people who want to fly him will fly him. So I'm going to go with uh, over-tuned modulators. Hmm. It's, a, it's a three-point illicit upgrade, and I have not seen it played yet. Over-tuned modulators. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Want to read that one? Yep. Um, so over-tuned modulators reads, during the system phase, if you are not stressed, you may spend one charge to gain three calculate tokens. And it comes with one charge. And during the end phase, if your charge is inactive... For each green token you remove, gain one strain token. Yeah, that's the part I don't love. Yeah, but it's a great double modifier for munitions. So instead of breaking your bank and getting, um, like, bringing in Dangar um, with Han Solo Gunner just for that focus token, you could just spend this and you have a double modded proton torpedo. Yeah, but then every turn, if you don't spend your green token, you gain a strain. Yeah. So Dangar is maybe not the best, but if you've got one or zero agility, you don't really care. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't just... think uh, I don't think that there's any zero agility in Scum. Zero? It's no. It's just for no. three but, points. But it could, be, it could be good on something like Bosk, so you can double mod with the Calculate tokens and take your target lock and then get your Calculates. And then you could go, instead of taking Zam for those target locks, you can go with the classic Bosk build with Forlom and Zuckus um, and Greedo and get his ability off that way. You don't need to spend 11 points on... Uh... Yeah, but for my... Like, I want to put it on Lebo. Oh, okay. But then still, mm-hmm. it I think it's too expensive. Lower it to one. It's a one-time use thing. With so many negatives afterward, it should not be three points. I don't know. When I was theory crafting, it sounded good in my head. But Until you're right you on, any, that... on anything that's not one or zero agility. It doesn't sound great. Until you realize that it is not rechargeable, and for each green token you remove after that one turn that you use it. I mean, you might use two in one turn. Oh, okay. Double, double so that's screened. for the rest of the game. Yeah, rest of the game. Oh, I thought that was only for the calculates. Nope. Okay, I take back my answer. I take back. <laughs> I take this back. I'll just say four alarm crew. Take four alarm <laughs> crew, people. If you're taking a large base, take four alarm. Uh, it gives you two ion tokens. You get to tell them to not be able to spend their green token. It's amazing. Take four alarm. I recommend the case. You, you can go ahead. <laughs> yeah. See, it would be great if, you know, it was rechargeable. I mean, you can take Jabba and abuse the heck out of it. Um, but just... Okay. Um, Here's my fix for Knowing this. that you have to spend a green token every turn. Okay, that bugs me. Here's my fix for this. Three charges. You have to spend all three to get the three calculate. But then each turn you recharge one. So, like, it's not until that last turn, like, you'll still get that negative. But could you spend one every turn to get a free calculate? No. You have to spend all three to get the three calculates. 
but then okay. it takes three turns to recharge. And during the end phase, if you have any inactive for each green token, you remove gain one strain. That I get. That would be good. This one charge and done, and then negatives for the rest of the game. If it stayed the same, would you take it for one point? I would find a use for it for one point. It was. <laughs> oh, I mean, you could save it for a turn that you K turn where you don't think that you're going to get shot anyway. Exactly. For a couple or turns, the, right? Oh shit! End of the game. I need these tokens. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If you save it, you know, use it like a dead man switch. Make it in line with a dead man switch. I I just the way that I thought it worked. I thought it was only those calculates that you had to get rid of. Yeah, that's not great. Well, you do have. I mean, you don't. I guess you don't have to use the calculate tokens. But why would you have used your charge if you're not going to use the calculates? Yeah. Uh, no, I just I didn't realize that it. It was for every green token that you have for the rest of the game. That's uh, maybe you just pop it, um, use it as like Literally. you use contraband cybernetics once a game for that one key turn. You use this instead of using contraband, for instance. But then contraband that. is better. Yeah. Contraband doesn't give you negatives for the rest of the game. I'm not trying to defend it anymore. Take four alum. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I should have uh, uh, RTFG read the fucking card. Um, yeah, so uh, off to you guys. My last one. I, I hate that I like, as soon as you came up with the subject, I'm like, oh, there's so many scum that I love that no one likes. But here's another scum pilot. Bring it on. Dallin. Oberos in the Star Viper. I have seen it played. Okay. I'm just looking up his ability again. After you not not a lot. I haven't seen it played a lot, but after you fully execute a maneuver, you may gain one stress token to rotate your ship 90 degrees. Right, 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 right. The right. great thing, though, the great thing is that Star Vipers can take techs now. Okay. And put prime thrusters on them. Ooh. So he's not necessarily getting green tokens, but he can be pretty much wherever he wants. Yes. So put him with a ship that coordinates. But isn't he going to be stressed all the time? So? But how can I mean, he coordinate a stress ship? For one turn, you can give him that green token. Mm -hmm. Next turn, he'll do a blue. You won't necessarily have to turn around every turn. Yeah. What would you? Is there a talent you would slap on him? I would love to take out maneuver on him. That's fair. But I've taken him without any because of what I was flying him with. Now, Predator could be good on him. Yeah, that's a lot less pricey. Yeah, that's two points. <laughs> so that's 61 points for Predator uh, and Trusters. 68, Virago title. Oh, okay. Be fair. Virago okay. title's too good not to sh slap on a ship. I know. Yeah, I wish you could have actually, one Virago title. So, speaking of Star Vipers, thinking that Pattern, pattern Analyzer is a great tech as well, but not on Dallin. Dallin, he always wants no. the Prime Thrusters. You, yeah, because you're going to rotate and then barrel roll. And that's why road with him is fun, because you're like, you can decide, like, you move and, oh, they've already moved. I can do this. Rotate, barrel. It's like, they haven't moved. I can block them if I do this. Rotate, barrel. So his whole stick is don't get shot, run away. I'm behind yeah. you now. 
how did I get here? I don't know. No, that's a cool pilot. I, it takes I, it takes I a lot of yeah. envisioning the board. How like okay, if I don't rotate, I can be here, 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 boost, boost there, or if I rotate, I can be there, 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 boost, boost. It's a nightmare envisioning where he can be. Is is this pilot in two different ships? Yes, he is also in the not as good um it's a good ship, but uh the uh, Kimogila. uh thank you, I was gonna say oh, Tarani. I okay, Kimogila, right. Uh but he but has a different ability. ability. Oh yeah, it is a different ability. Okay. No, I, I uh for I don't know why. I thought for some reason I thought he might be in a fang fighter with that same ability, but Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Fang Fighter. But yeah, that's not where he's at. Yeah. Fang Fighter is one of the ships I'm trying to learn right now. So much uh, fun. It would it takes a lot to I need to watch a lot more Star Viper games to feel comfortable putting down the table. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Fang Fighter. Yeah, the uh, Star yeah, Viper but, also oh, fun. No, I I am learning how to fly the Fang Fighter right now. Um that's what I was saying. Uh I want to learn that before I dive into the world of star vipers yeah i haven't yeah i haven't tried the star viper in a while i do like it though so i have uh yes be open i've gone through all these i have a 253 point list with layton nadrew oh you just keep adding and dallin hey for 68 points on dallin arbros you can also have a boss with four lombs zuckets greedo and a fortune modulators Well, you can have anything you want if you don't if you don't look at the points. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that's what I had open right above it. I thought it was kind of funny that the points meshed up. Anyway, what do you got to uh, for us there, Dave? <clears throat> okay, well, we're gonna end this with kind of a whimper because, again, I didn't. <laughs> I I was I, in my head more thinking of underused pilots or unused, so I went with the uh, the tricky. I, I pulled this one out for I forget which we had a bit of a trivia show. Anyways, Empire, Tie Aggressor, Double Edge. Oh, double Edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> double Edge again. Make I will never back. forget that name. It it's you know, I don't know. If he didn't if his primary weapon or primary guns weren't two red dice, this might be somehow usable. I don't know. It's the anyways, let me read it if you guys don't remember. After you perform a turret or missile attack that misses, you may perform a bonus attack using a different weapon. So I mean you could use your turret and then get to use your missile. It's it's I don't more know. usable than overtune modulators. <laughs> yes. It's it's more usable than Aaron Kraken, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Twenty eight points. They so, yeah, aggressively dropped the... the they aggressively dropped the aggressors. <laughs> the wrong aggressor, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, slap a dorsal on there. Um slap a need, don't they need more turrets? I feel they need more turrets. We definitely need more turrets. They keep coming out with missiles and bombs. I, I don't know what the fear is for another turret. Okay, don't make it TLT. Or do it's make a, it TLT. I never had a huge problem TLT. with TLT. What's that? That's that's the uh, that's the problem, why they don't make more turrets. Yeah, yeah. Because of TLT. I, I honestly didn't have that much Just of a problem. Just make it a 360 it. turret, and you'll be fine. 
Well, it's they're not anymore either. It wouldn't yeah. be. I mean, TLT wouldn't be so bad. You get to do it twice, but only with two dice. TLT be, now just have it in an arc. There, yeah. TLT is solved. Being an arc. But yet, um... Miranda can't take it. TLT is fine now. <laughs> oh yeah, because they have a built-in bowtie arc. Yeah. Oh, um, hilarious. Yeah. But I mean, if they had some kind of range three turret, that'd be neat. Or I don't know. I, I'm. Am I crazy? A three dice turret? Would that be too much? Maybe not TLT. Just, just a. Uh, I don't know uh, a superior turret or like what's is dorsal turret? I think uh, upgraded dorsal, you know, the um, f- super fueled dorsal turrets. I don't know. I think that they're inching that direction now that they have synced laser cannon auto blasters that just do straight damage. Um, they might just do something other than a dorsal that just does straight damage. Um, with some kind of weird ability. Maybe like a three dice turret where crits are cancelled first or something like that. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Something something along those lines. Something that isn't too OP. That won't trigger people. <laughs> that is a fair turret. Well you're asking a lot now. I'm asking too much. Untriggerable, fair, three dice. You're not getting all that. But the the dream shot with double edge is to shoot a rocket and then shoot an ion cannon turret into someone's face. Because <laughs> you can aim both of you can aim yeah. the turret at the front, yeah. right? So yeah, you totally can. Yep. Yeah. So that's fun. Or you can just have him as like a random in your Jendon squad, so he already has that lock for his missile. And then, uh, yeah, seems neat. Try him out, people. Yeah, I'm not gonna. So you guys do. I don't list build for uh, Empire that often, but but yeah, he's an I two. He he fits with a lot of the generic. Um, ships. But yeah, that was a fun little um, fun little thing. Agreed. Alright. Yeah, I don't have much more here on my list, but uh, we can start uh, closing it out. I uh, I appreciate you guys coming on. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, we we we'll so. get back on track. Although maybe maybe we shouldn't say that since with December coming, we may have a long break between an episode again. But we don't know that for sure yet. Yeah, we'll try for two weeks from now. Yeah, we'll try. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we definitely will. But I mean, we're pretty. I mean, our In listeners they're paying. Weeks, uh, it would be the week. Bucks episode, so <laughs> it would be the week. Before the NOLA open. So. Well, if you're not too busy, then we'll do it. It's a week before. I'm, I won't be busy the day after, probably. 
Uh, the busiest thing I'll be worrying about is school concerts. Mm. And that. That'll be fun, too, though. Well, good luck with your schooling. And your oh, teaching. we have off this week. It's been just one day has been the greatest day. <laughs> Did I tell you all I got teacher of the year? No. No, that's oh, awesome. That's, a, that's yes. amazing. Congratulations. Patting myself on the back with that. Yeah, yeah, but do yeah. it. <laughs> Did you know that I got employee of the month? I feel like that's fixed. <laughs> uh, have you ever owned anything? <laughs> Well, he's the owner and the only employee, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, and the only one. <laughs> well, then. Uh, hey, if you just keep applying, you have to apply to a job, you get to put, I was employee of the month and for all these months. You should be applying where I work. <laughs> I'll help you try to get employee of the month. No, um, I'm good where I am. Yeah, um, you're good. Where, yes. I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'll have to share that benefits package with you one day and tempt you over to our uh, over it, to the university. You, it's a game store, right? No, no, I work at the university in town. No, no, Luke. Oh, sorry. No, not what's a game that? store. Uh, he, he, sorry. What, uh, what's your business called, Luke? Uh, GRS Sharpening. Okay, I thought for some reason I thought it was a game store. No, it's been super busy uh, with dog grooming. Uh, equipment and with garden tools everybody getting their stuff done for the end of the year we might talk about the local game uh, store like it is our store but we just use (laughs) those words like you know (laughs) it's not our store (laughs) we don't own it yeah so I have that going with teaching (laughs) oh that's awesome yeah that's amazing congratulations thank you Uh, any any more shout-outs this week? My shout-out this week is for Atreides getting Teacher of the Year. Yeah, congratulations for that. And, uh, no, no, no big shout-outs. Uh, winter, the good weather's coming, the holiday season's coming. I'm going to try to make a fruitcake. 